I want to talk about like um how Miss Lauren is gonna get light in the future. Like, what is she doing with her career and herself? Yeah, I ain't, you ain't low. Well, I'm going to Israel at the end of the month, trying to make that coin. Uh huh. You know, my dad retiring soon. My mom needs to retire soon. My brother just starting to play basketball, so Word. hopefully I'm gonna make enough money to get them right. You know, my Happy parents, parents not getting any younger. You know, my parents a little older. My mom had my brother when he was 40, so mm-hmm. you know, she's want, she's getting older. My brother's gonna need somebody to support him, help him through yeah. college. So that's the plan. Get Lloyd, Word. get buckets. Always Everything is Lloyd. Everything is Lloyd. <laughs> All right. I was gonna save Lauren for another episode. Maybe we probably still will. Maybe I'll chop it up, do another episode. But now that we got Miss Lauren Mincy in the house on the, on the War Report, Miss Lots of Buckets, Miss Miss Lots of Buckets, uh-huh. Miss Two Final Fours at the University of Maryland alum. You've seen her on ESPN. You guys have seen her everywhere. You guys have seen that University High School getting buckets. Proving right. Obama wrong. What do you mean by that? What is that supposed to mean? Proving Obama wrong. They must have lost to Harvard, right? Princeton. 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 Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> a bracket. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. a bracket. <laughs> <laughs> what are you for? I know what's said. Some Ivy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shit, man. Lauren, uh, I got to ask you, you know, what was it like going back going back to your second Final Four? Because not a lot of players are able to, able to do that. I remember I saw you. After the first one, and I was like, Lauren, like you got one more year coming up, like you can make another one. And then like you went out and actually did it. So like I definitely gotta get you on the world report talking about that. All right, well the first time going there, uh, it's a little different experience. We haven't seen nothing like that before. So our first time there, we were just excited to be there, happy to be there. And second time around. Nobody even expected us to make it out the tournament mm-hmm. to win the Big Ten just off the... Maryland basketball, women's basketball is always good. It's a great program. Yeah. But you guys had a great year in the Big Ten. Don't don't sleep on that. The senior yeah, year. Yeah, so regular season champs. Yeah. Big Ten tournament champs. Yeah. So why didn't... Why, do you think people were... You guys were still an underdog going into the tournament from your bracket? Uh, we're, we're just always an underdog and just by the simple fact that Alyssa wasn't no mm-hmm. longer on the team Yeah It was just like, alright, who's there now? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a bunch of role players, but people don't understand that, you know, in college basketball Sometimes you have to take a back seat to certain people You gotta sacrifice your game for others to make the team better mm-hmm. So, um, obviously Alyssa's one of my best friends, she's a great player She plays for the um, Connecticut Sun right mm-hmm. now in the WNBA, so when when she left, it was just an opportunity, an opportunity for me to get Lloyd, mm-hmm. you know. So just going into the final four the second time, it was like, all right, we've been here before, so we know what to do, we know how to act. It's not all about enjoying the festivities; mm-hmm. it's about you know getting that work in. Yeah, you know, we gotta focus. We play UConn. Yeah, you know that that's like David versus Goliath at this point. Mm-hmm. Obviously we took a L, but just to get back to that point, you know, some people don't even get in the NCAA tournament period. At all in their college. They don't career. they don't know what that feels like. They don't they don't know what that feels like mm-hmm. at all. And it, it's just funny cuz it's a it's a lot of people from this area, Aaliyah Hanford, uh, Darren McKenna, um I could Endless Aisha Hemingway, mm-hmm. my T. Like in this area, yeah, just going in to Shabazz, 
going to university, just in the North area that's been there, that's in the league, just setting examples for everyone in the city. So it's just it's just good to see. Definitely, definitely, man. I, I will have to say, you know, that's something that goes up in the rafters. Like, you know what I'm saying? Something that's going to be hanging there when you next time you go into Comcast Center University of Maryland, two Final Fours back-to-back that you were a part of. So big shout-outs to you, definitely. Thank you, thank you. All right, and then Tyrese, you were talking about earlier, you know, about where you think this city is going, basically. You know what I mean? Grab the mic. You were talking about Newark a little bit. Uh, I think the city is uh is definitely changing, but change is scary if you really if you want to be complacent. I think right now the city is comfortable, even though people are dying. People dying aren't isn't really a surprise. People are still comfortable living in the city. Yeah. I think what's making the city most uncomfortable is all this new stuff that's happening in terms of the money and like like I seen like a Nike store, Nike factory was getting yeah. built. Like, like you know what I mean? I feel like it's turning into like a new hot spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it can't be a hot spot with everybody running around doing dangerous stuff 24/7. So that's why shot what he spoke about the rent going up and stuff like that they trying to make people uncomfortable like in, mm-hmm. in order for you to live here you got to deserve to live here and i think you do need to deserve to live in north because north is a special place like even though north is the hood it's not like the hood like everywhere else yeah like, you know what i mean it, it's, it's a hood where you experience things yeah. and you learn things well, like every hood there's a, there's a hood in every every state every america yeah that is true that is true yeah, you know yep. where people learn and people go through shit you know what I mean everybody I mean, it's, has a it's, story. It's, it's just a different experience because a lot of hoods aren't really under the microscope like you know what i mean they're not really on the map yeah they like they doing crazy stuff to get on the map you know what i mean Newark is trying to change and it's just still on the map like you know what yeah, i mean for man. oh for yeah like that's what i mean yes, other bro. hoods and stuff like they try they they trying to get they haven't reached that point where like the turning point like north has reached the turning point already yeah, we're like it, all right we need to change it's out every few was like chicago and oakland i think right somewhere that in oakland. Like, or that's that really of. like got a bad reputation for years like, yeah. it's very few right? like you gotta think just in terms of like it's not a lot of hoods where like bringing out consistent female division one basketball players like you know what i mean like we're learning like we got two schools probably three schools that's like guaranteed like you know d1 talent is coming out of there yeah so this hood isn't just a regular just depressive poor like it's a lot of faith and hope in this city you know what i mean i feel like it's about to be a good change in a good way but very uncomfortable at the same time i think it's gonna force people to move out to to, to get better like oh oh, if i want to stay here i need i need to change like I'm not comfortable being a bum here because yeah. <laughs> I see all this stuff going on. Like, oh, I see oh, okay, I understand. Like, you know what I mean? Just, just yeah. certain things like that. Like, I was def, I would say I was definitely like that. You know what I'm saying? I worked downtown Hotel Indigo for, yeah, like from the, the time that it opened to like this summer before I quit, and I was just like, like I'm not comfortable being just being a bartender. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, basically, the people who spend their money there are the people that's doing it. You know what I'm saying? You want to be the person that's doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see both sides of the spectrum. And, like, you can choose what you can really choose what side you want to be on. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You you do. And that's, that's why I like social media. Like, like they see, people see you going to school and they try to go to school. Some girls do it for show. But some girls really going to school. And another girl will see that and they want to go to school. 
So if everybody see people doing certain things, going to school, graduating, mm -hmm. people saying congratulations, they want to graduate now. Mm -hmm. I mean, so and social media, the, social yeah. media help and like like from what I'm seeing and and Nook, it help a lot because now everybody want to graduate college. Everybody want to go to Essex County and graduate. Like you know what I mean, because our parents ain't, ain't, ain't have the luxury of getting a, a degree. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if it's in nursing, you got a degree, and like social media is, is making that a trend. Right, like, like, I think it's I mean? social media is good and bad is, at the same time. It is, it is, because it, like, it exposes everyone's mistakes in life, but at the same time, it exposes it's everyone's good. life yeah. and mistakes. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So, so it, it, it's really just 50 50. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, you gotta pick and choose what to put on there, you know what I mean? don't know that. And then sometimes it gives people a false. A false reality, like you know what I mean. That's what I said. About social media. For some, the people, next some, hour. People, some people, some people, social media is a lot. Like, yeah, some people, really some crazy. people be in college and fail all their classes, yeah. but always taking pictures in the bathroom. Yeah, I just got out of the class, but they failed every class, and I know you failed every class. And then the other like, hand, it's some people that's really doing it. People that take a picture of their homework like tonight and then yeah. don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> just like just a great like yeah. stuck my night it's and then go to sleep. And that's why you gotta like you gotta be for real about it, cause like I'm saying everything is light. Yeah. A nigga see me in the court try to run down, like, let me see this nigga really nice. Like, so I can't be saying everything like it. I'm trash. Like, cause nigga gonna test me. You know what I mean? So yeah. I gotta be on my toes, like. I'm gonna play defense. You ain't gonna cook me. Like, know what I mean, everything mm -hmm. is like I'm saying that for a reason. Know what I mean, <laughs> for real. Say you meet them before you even see their Instagram, and like you think this person is one person, then like you see their Instagram, it's just like kind of, kind of weird. Yeah, that definitely know? happens. That's because on Instagram, most of the time people put their best foot forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is cool. At least you got to. I think a lot of people's Instagram is like what they got the potential to be. Like. If they work hard off Instagram, like you know what I mean? Yeah. I think if you go on people's page, <laughs> like that's 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 real talk, like you know what I mean? Even even, <laughs> yeah, word, like, word. for instance, like, word up, like you know what I mean? Like I think it, it shows what you got the potential to be. It shows what you want to be, like and what you want to work towards. It's just whether or not you putting that work in. When you off Instagram, that's you know what, what I mean? it is. That's what I say. You can say everything is light, but if you're not working, mm -hmm. what are you doing? You, everything is not gonna be light. You can post all right. you want, the yeah. big mansion you put up, the the house with the shark under the pool, and all that extra shit. But Word. you can't say you can't you can't you can't say that's a goal and you you not working or you satisfied working at Nike or some shit like. Nah, you gotta yeah, you gotta, true, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta do you gotta. I tell niggas the truth. You gotta do that. Yeah, you gotta I do it. Always, I, yeah. Like I bring it up, like yo, I see you always pin shit that I know I might not ever get, and you always pin it up saying goals. All right, don't be complacent. Always try to be a next mm -hmm. level. If you if you if you a dental assistant, yeah. go to school to be a dentist. Mm -hmm. why, why you gotta assist a dentist when you can be a dentist? Yeah, know what I mean, mm -hmm. like, so it's yeah. just like this building. Keep building. Keep helping each other. Yeah, man. People have bills to pay. You know, uh, or some people. I don't I can't some people I can't blame, you know what I mean? They just you know what I mean, they have bills, you know, they're already out of their their parents' cribs or yeah. like you know what I mean, they get caught up in their bills, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like they, they have to work, you know what I'm saying? Like even even me, you know what I'm saying? I have to work. You always gotta work. You know what I mean? You, you always gotta work, <laughs> yeah, yeah but you gotta work 
You know what I mean? Like your spare time has to be doing something productive. And that's, that's what the I'm thing. trying to do. That's you know the thing. Saying? That's what you're trying to do. That's what I mean, you got everybody's trying you to do. Damon Dad said you'll never work for nobody, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah, you yeah. You, can't, you, you can't, can't do just, nothing, but yo. Yeah, the, 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 he said, I'll most, make a flip. <laughs> I'll make a flip. <laughs> you ain't explaining nah. us how you get that yeah, bread. Yeah, he like, I'm so good. I'll myself. I bet on myself and made a flip. Yeah. I understand what he was saying, but I understand how you started. We want to know how did you get that money? In terms like a lot of number one New York people are great talkers. Yeah, like they they yeah. take they <laughs> take probably, pride in talking. I feel like New York, as far as talking, is number one, and Jersey has to be number two. Like yeah, Jersey definitely, definitely no. top five as far as talking. You think, you think Jersey to, to somebody? Nah, Hell yeah, I, I agree. Be, Cause South Jersey, bro. Yeah. Or North Jersey, well, North Jersey and South—that's a whole different. South Jersey, oh my god! Yeah, North Jersey and South Jersey. I'm surprised. Yeah, South Jersey really like they from Philly. Down. They from Philly, basically. Yeah, like. they from Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I think though, in this area, because we so close to New York, it's kind of the same thing. It really I mean? is. Because if you go down south, the first thing somebody gonna say, you from New York, yeah. you from the city, but you from Jersey. Yeah, I mean, but as far as niggas from New York talking, man, they don't even know you. Like, yeah, I, I know, son. I know, I know him. Like. <laughs> now, he's like, nah, you don't know him, bro. You don't know him. Somebody yeah. from New York told me that day he paid for the Spurs. I'm like, pay for the, you sure? All right. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I, got a, I got a question for Lauren. What's the question, man? How was it with the ri- the rivalry between, like, you and Shabazz or, like, you and Didi and Desi and them? I mean, how, how was that growing up? Like, when you see them... During high school, during that robbery, are y'all cool? Are y'all like, you know what I mean? And the difference between high school and now too. The rivalry, like our our yeah, relationship, just the relationship, with, the relationship does, with them. Yeah. Um, in high school, I mean, I think at that time, like I was, I was just focused on on winning, like even looking into college now and when i was getting recruited like i didn't want to go to uconn i didn't want to go to any college that was winning because i wanted to knock down the big dogs so mm-hmm. as far as the rivalry with us playing shabazz like i wanted to knock them off and like growing up my my uh, older sister she played aau with everybody from shabazz like so janae sims sure. yeah um Kalindra, all them she played with them so like i'm younger I'm watching them play, so them like my older sister. So I was obviously closer to them because I knew them. So like Didi and Desi and everybody that came in their class, I wasn't really close to them. Not Dara was, and a couple of others was, but I wasn't. So I mean, when I seen them, I spoke, said hello, what's up, but it wasn't an elongated conversation. It was like I'm trying to get loyal on you, like trying to get loyal. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously they got they got more wins on us, but I mean we we knocked them down once, and that and that's good for me because a lot of people can't say that they they they've they gone and beat Shabazz like uh-huh. we them in the Christmas tournament. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to play against them. them. They were the best in the city. At the end of the day, you want to play against the best. But now, like we're cool. I talked to Didi and Desi. We uh we just finished playing in this uh little pro am. And East Orange on the same team. We mm-hmm. won the championship with that. Um, just I keeping. It I like watching both of y'all play too. Yeah, just keeping in touch with them. Um, trying to see what Didi's doing as far as going overseas. So hopefully she get picked up pretty soon. I know she was in training camp with the uh, Connecticut Sun too. So just wishing her the best of luck. Mm-hmm. What did you learn from like 
going to Maryland and being, but no, you was traveling in high school and stuff. So like, it ain't like you just left out of Newark and went to Maryland. Nah, nah. Describe the transition from yeah. high school to like high level Division One uh, basketball because like you knew it had to be like crazy because you're being recruited like kind of heavily or whatever. But right. it's a different thing when like you mean you you signed up on campus. You signed up and you already on campus and like the first day of practice. Like, what did what stuck out to you is like some of the differences your freshman year and then going out throughout college. It was definitely tough for me just because I was coming off of ACL, so yeah. that already put, set you back a hundred spaces. Not only are you freshmen, so when you come in as a freshman, it's like, what the hell is going on? But then you coming off injury too, so it's like. Oh my God! Like, what have I signed my life over to? Yeah. But it was just as far as the intensity level is definitely different. Um, in high school, you could get light on anybody any time of the day, especially if you're a highly recruited mm-hmm. um, player. Um, a lot of kids in high school they're not on your level yet, so yeah. you, you can eat easily. But in college, everyone's elite. Everyone's a, dig- a Division One athlete, so. Mm-hmm. It's just a little different. Um, but as far as traveling, I would say it's got to make sure you try to do your work early. For me, I'm a procrastinator, so I will wait mm-hmm. until, like, the day before the game to do my work or wait till after my game and it's, I got something to do at 8 in the morning. Yeah. You know that, you know the uh, Elms joint, the discussion yeah, board. Yeah. You got to <laughs> post by 11 or by 9. Yeah. So... Basketball was definitely an outlet for me, though, because I would completely forget that I have homework. Yeah. And then after the game, soon as the game, actually, soon as the game's over, like when the buzzer sounds, like I don't know, my mind would yeah. click, and I'd be like, "Damn, like I got a whole six-page paper to do." Damn. So, I mean, it's a little different, but you gotta make sure that you you focusing up. Gotta make sure that a lot of people think athletes is easier because y'all don't have to do no work. Yeah, no. we figured that y'all have tutors to help you guys with most of your work. You I know? mean, we we do we do have tutors, but um, I mean, my parents always did a great job of raising me and all that, making sure I always did my work in middle school and when I got to high school. So th- the transition is gonna be different based on what you was doing before that. Uh, they do have tutors and things like that. If you have like a issue with a certain subject you can sign up for tutors some people don't need tutors mm-hmm. um freshmen always gotta have a tutor but it's definitely hard because you're missing a bunch of classes so yeah. you gotta think about math math is math is all about steps so yeah. it's not like you learn if you're, one if step you're missing lessons, yeah it's you, hard to you, catch learn, up. you learn one step you miss in class for like a week and then they're already on step eight and you miss all the steps between one and eight and it's yeah. like it's no way you can you could come back for that you got practice mm-hmm. we got what our schedule our coach is pretty lenient with our schedule um, unlike a lot of colleges they have like 6 a.m and stuff like that we have class in the morning yeah. usually all our classes are usually done by like 12 and we have practice practice from one to four and if you good, if you if you got a good schedule, you usually don't have class after practice. But yeah. sometimes somebody have like one class, maybe one late class. So one I, thing I wanted to ask, uh, I guess I could ask all of y'all, like Lauren in specific, because uh, you played in the ACC and Big Ten. You were one of the few players 
at University of Maryland as far as sports wise. You know what I mean? Going through that area of transition between ACC to Big Ten. And not a lot of people can say they've done that uh, as far as like a major program. What I wanted to ask you though was like, have you ever walked into an opposing gym like Duke or like UNC or like the Georgia Dome? Like, what opposing gym did you walk in like, wow? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, damn, like we got a game here. Like, what, did you ever have an experience like that? It might have actually been in the Big Ten. Um, as far as Duke, it was all, it's always nice playing in there. They usually get a good crowd. But people fail to realize Duke is little. It's like, small. It's really, really small than people would imagine. It's probably, it's probably I mean, small. It it's looks small, small but it's smaller, like, it than looks a, it's smaller than a lot of a lot of high school gyms. But again, the women's women's games are not as yeah. packed as the men's. So we don't have people on the sidelines. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a good crowd. It gets loud. Obviously, it's a small gym, and you pack enough people in there, it gets pretty loud. But um, it had to be somewhere in the Big Ten. Like a lot of the, a lot of those schools are big, so their arenas are huge. It's a lot of history in a lot of those arenas. So um, I know Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota's gym was pretty cool. Uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. They gym. have a pretty great crowd. It's really loud in there. And uh, that's actually the school where I tore my ACL at Damn. the second time, and we played there again. So that was a that was one of the more memorable times. Yeah, and memorable gyms. Okay. What about you guys, Tyrese? You got any memorable gym that you ever stepped into, where you were like, "Wow, man! Like I can't even playing here." You know what, man? It's probably be that time. <laughs> you take this step down. You take the trip down memory lane. Yeah, I remember I remember that it was like it was yesterday. It was fourth quarter. <laughs> where, 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 where is we at? Cali? I don't know where it was, but we we we, we, we was playing about? UCLA, man. I was I'm just like Cali. <laughs> 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 so, nah, but like you 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 know what's funny, a real experience is that like when we went to states, I don't re- I don't even remember who we were playing, but we made it to Rutgers. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I know Matt, it, right. it could have been a Prudential. It, I, I think it was the Prudential. It could have been honestly. Y'all played Not, a team from New York. Yeah, we we went to Rutgers. It, either it was Rutgers or a Prudential. Both of them, but like I we went there and I and I just I re- I remember walking into the gym and I was like I was like damn like we got a hundred kids in our class like we had. We, I'm like this. It was like cameras there. Yeah. At that moment, I was like, "Yo, literally anything is possible." <laughs> like, literally, like you know what I mean? At like, that moment, though. Nah, no, 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 no funny, John. No I was like, shit. it just give not in terms of just basketball. Even in terms, of, I could have carried it over to my music. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it when I walked into the gym, I was like, like, "Yo, anything feeling. is possible." Like we was just in study hall with our like, with our like homies, and now we playing. Now we playing like uh, a team, and, and cameras is there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even with, even, even that's the first time I've experienced it myself. Yeah. But like even going to school with Lauren, like I'm like yo, like literally anything is possible. Like I, like we was just I was just c- copying her homework, 
and then now she on like McDonald's All American. Like, no, I mean, I'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This, this is crazy. Like, no, I mean, like, like, and then you think like, yo, she gonna come back to university like after she get off the plane. Like, it just give you a taste of like, if you work hard, like anything is possible. And in Newark, you don't really see that. You know what I mean? Like, like that that was a, that was a real crazy experience because like. No matter who you are or how many, how many people you think you are, no matter what, you're just a human being. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, so, 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 so to, to see normal human beings, like, just do things that other people think is crazy and they make it possible, it was it was crazy. So, the first time I walked into the gym after we won, like, states and stuff, that made me feel like, yo, this is crazy. Anything is possible. It's reporters here. And then seeing Lauren, <laughs> then seeing Lauren like, on TV and then dudes that I'm seeing like like you know what I mean balling crazy that I watch on YouTube yeah, she just standing next to him and then she like you know these dudes are regular I, I mean I ain't, gotta, I ain't gonna say y'all loud but like you know what I mean she like oh yeah they cool you know what I mean I'm like damn that's that's crazy like anything is possible you know what I mean like even with y'all too like with the stuff that you overcame I know people that's 21 and gave up like like you know what i mean niggas have given up like life is over like that shit is not over like you know what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah. even when shots saying everything is light too like that shit is crazy like people people with that in their bio that 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 don't know what it feel like to catch the bus to school or like that don't know what it feel like to walk home and niggas see you got a nice clothes and try to rob you like you know what i mean that was created somebody that was created by somebody that been through a struggle grew up in Newark and if I don't know Shaw's background and story but like myself like I'm and I'm sure he's experienced niggas coming up to you trying to rob you or niggas just hating on you or like just the crazy part growing up in Newark and it's and and that person creating a a slogan that people that have never had to experience that go by you know what I mean like people in the suburbs that go home to a mill every night or like their parents got them like five pair of sneakers to switch every day of the week for practice they saying everything is light you know what i mean <laughs> they could relate to it the world is truly crazy like any, any anything is possible yo like real talk anything is possible if you put your put your mind to that shit like Forty-five, Booby, that's my nephew out there. The boy can play some football. I'm telling you. I think it won the Heisman Trophy Sunday. The Heisman, really? Oh yes, sir. You can bet on it. Okay, who's your guy's favorite player? Booby Miles. Don't make no difference. He can block, tackle, score the touchdown, snap the ball, hold the stick, and get the extra point. Hell. The boy will fill up the Gatorade cooler, walk the dog, and paint your back court. I'm telling you, that boy can flat out play football. Out! And he can pass! Should we believe the hype? What hype? The hype about Booby Miles. Now, hype is something that's not for real. I'm all real. <laughs> That's right, folks. The NFL is finally back. I got my week one NFL predictions against the spread. 
with the spread, whatever you want to call it, sports betting season is in. The World Report has got you covered this NFL season. That's right, goddammit. And before we even talk about my week one predictions, let's talk about sports betting in general. You know, I live in New Jersey. Everybody knows North New Jersey 973 all day long. Everybody knows where you can cop your ticket at. And when I say ticket, I ain't talking about the bus pass. You dig? And don't get it twisted. I would never name any names or locations about where you can put your bet in. A lot of people already know. So I would never discuss that openly on the War Report. Sports betting in general should have been legalized years ago. Looks like... You know, the, the United States government, is, it might come to their senses once they hear this report that came out today. With an estimated $95 billion expected to be bet, mostly illegally, on the NFL and college football this season, research shows that a legal sports betting market in the United States would be the largest in the world and could potentially generate as much annual revenue as the NFL itself. That will surely get the government paying attention to legalize sports betting nationwide, not just in Nevada. And just a quick tangent, how could something be legal in one state and illegal in the other 49 states? You can't trick young people anymore, government. That's the old way of doing things. But yeah, I bring that up because the, the, the market is there. Now, the government can either sit back and and not gain revenue through tax dollars and keep sports betting illegal. A har- sports betting is harmless, victimless, people. Or they can legalize it everywhere and collect some taxes, you know what I mean, reduce the deficit, you know, create some profit going for the U.S. government. Yay, government, you legalize sports betting. But real talk, we've been doing sports betting on the street illegally for years under your noses that's right Uh oh y'all hear that i'm pretty sure this song means i should i should start my week one predictions wait no further here we fucking go nfl week one i'm fucking excited all right we got the steelers at patriots thursday night football vegas spreads I've got the Patriots by seven. For all my non-sports bettors out there, that means you're going to read a line that says Patriots with a minus seven next to it. Now, I know a lot of my sports bettors that are that group around me, we like to use the Dunk, the Dunkel Index. They go as far as, you know, giving them a favorite. Not only... With or without the spread, but they, they rank the teams and, and they say what the game should look like. So Dunkel is saying that the Patriots should win by 15. And they're picking the Patriots minus 7. That means that the Patriots start off the game playing against the Steelers. If you if you pick if you pick the Patriots, they start off down a touchdown. Straight up. In order for you to win this bet, the Patriots. We have to beat the Steelers by more than eight points. It's a pretty simple concept. All right? 
Now, I just had to lay that out for all my non-sports bettors out there on how, how the spread works and, 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 and how you can utilize it to your advantage. Me, personally, I'm taking the Steelers plus seven points, which means when the game starts, I'm already up by seven. All the Steelers have to do is either they can lose by four and I still win. They can lose by five and I still win. They can lose by six and I still win. If they lose by seven, that's a push. I get my money back. I win nothing. Okay, so just to clarify, I'm taking the Steelers plus seven. I'm taking the Steelers on the road with the points in the season opener. Do I think the Steelers will beat the Patriots? Probably not, but I think it's going to be a close game. All right, let's, let's move on to Sunday. We got the Saints at the Cardinals. The spread, the Vegas line on that is Cardinals by three. So Cardinals minus three. And I'm taking Vegas up on its offer. I'm going to take that Cardinals by three line over the Saints. So I got the Cardinals beating the Saints this week by at least three points. Lions at Chargers. The Vegas line is similar to the last one. Chargers by three over the Lions. Do I think the Chargers will beat the Lions by three this week at home? Yes, I do. I'm taking that bet from Vegas. I'm taking the Chargers minus three. All right, next game. Titans at Bucks. Now, everybody who knows me personally knows I've been rocking with the Bucks since I was a little kid. We're on the bottom of every power ranking right now as far as the journalists out there writing their columns or whatever. None of that shit even matters. You can talk all day about what you expect to see in the NFL game, but anything can happen in the NFL game. It's not like basketball. It's not like any other sport. Any given Sunday is one of the realest things you could say about the NFL. And, 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 if, and to me... The NFL should stand for not for long. So if you're a good team like the 49ers over the past three years and still haven't gotten it done by making it to the Super Bowl, not for long. NFL stands for not for long. So I think the Bucks might turn it around. We got the number one pick, Jameis Winston. The Vegas line is the Bucks by three at home. Do I think my Bucks will take out the Titans and win by at least a field goal? No, I do not. But I can't bet against my damn team, so I'm taking money line. For all my non-sports bettors out there, want to know what the hell is money line? Money line means you take away the spread and you pick a winner for the game. Now, this is a safer bet because your team can win and thus you can win. It doesn't matter how many points they win by. But of course, when you do this bet at your local bet shop or online or in Vegas, whatever you want to do it, you win less money because you're taking less of a risk. That's the best way I can describe it. So I'm taking Bucks money line over the Titans at home. Next game we got is Bengals at the Raiders. The Vegas line for this game is they're giving the Bengals the favorite by three and a half on the road against the Raiders. 
I also took money line for this game for the Bengals. I don't believe that they can beat the Raiders on the road by four. That's not a bet I will be willing to bet on per se. But I do think the Bengals will win the game. So this is when money line really comes into play and really helps you. It can really help your card. If you don't want to really bet on the spread, if you don't think the team can really beat the certain team by a certain number of points, that's when you take the money line. So I'm going to take the Bengals money line over the Raiders on the road. Next game we got is Packers at Bears. Now, everybody and their mama is going to pick the Packers. Even Dunkel has the Packers favorites by 20. The spread for this game is 6.5 for the Packers on the road, which means even though the Packers are their away team, they start off the game basically down a touchdown. You're gonna have to the Packers will have to win by a touchdown over the Bears for them to win. Now, it's week one. So all all bets are off. We haven't seen these teams play this year. So you never know what you might see in an NFL game. However, I don't think the Packers on the road are just gonna blood the Bears. So I'm gonna take the Bears at home starting off plus six and a half points that's basically plus a touchdown the Bears that means the Bears can lose by a field goal they can lose by four to the Packers and I still win my bet because they needed to lose by a touchdown all right I think people are getting it out there Ravens at Broncos is the next game the Vegas spread for this game is the Broncos favorites at home by four and a half. Dunkel, the Dunkel Index thinks the Broncos are gonna are, are favorites by one and a half and therefore they're taking the Ravens with the points on the road. I beg to differ, I'm gonna take the Broncos minus four and a half at home to over the Ravens. Chiefs at Texans. Right now, the spread for this game is the Texans by one and a half points at home. Dunkel believes that the Chiefs are a little bit better than the Texans, though, and sees them winning by six and a half. That's what the that's what Dunkel is saying. I I happen to agree with with that on, on this one, and I'm going to go with the Chiefs on the road with the points, starting off with one and a half points on the road against the Texans. Now, next game is Giants at Cowboys. The Cowboys and Giants. There's going to get a lot of people in this area excited about this week one matchup. Shout out to the NFL giving the fans what they want. The Vegas line for this game is Dallas by six. So Dallas minus six. That's what they're saying. I don't think the Cowboys are just going to roll over the Giants like that in week one. I think the Giants have a lot of weapons this year. The Giants, they got Odell, they got Victor Cruz. They got a nice, they got, they could be a heart this year. So I'm going to take the Giants with the points, plus six, on the road against the Cowboys. That's a good bet. Next game we got is Browns at Jets. Both of these teams are terrible. But the Vegas line 
favors the Jets by three. Dunkel believes the Browns are a tad bit better. The Dunkel Index is saying the Browns should win by one. And you're taking the Browns plus three against the Jets. And I'm with Dunkel on that guess. I'm going to take the Browns with the points against the Jets on the road. Plus three, Browns. Next game is the Colts at the Bills. The Colts right now, probably my sleeper pick to at least make it to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. They got Andrew Luck. He's a great quarterback. They got some weapons. They made it to the playoffs last year. So I think the Colts can make some noise this year. So I'm going to take them on the road against the Bills. The Vegas spread for this game is the Colts by three on the road, meaning that they start off down three if you're going to take the Colts. I'm taking the I'm taking Vegas up on that bet. And I'm, I'm going I'm to stick with the Colts minus three on that one. The next game is Dolphins at Redskins. The spread for this game is the Dolphins by four. Even though they're the away team. Dunkel is picking the Redskins. They think the Redskins are not only better than the Dolphins by at least two points. But they're going to take the Redskins at home with the points plus four. I think there's so much going on in that Redskins organization right now. That they're going to be losers week one. No doubt about it in my mind. So I'm going to take the Dolphins against the spread minus four. Over the Redskins. Sorry, uh, DMV. I know the DMV loves the Redskins, but the Redskins are trash. I'm sorry to say that. Panthers at Jags. Panthers at Jaguars. The Panthers are favorited in this game by Vegas. Vegas is saying Panthers by at least three points. I think the Panthers are a much better squad than the Jaguars on paper. So I'm going to take that bet with Vegas. And I'm going to bet that the Panthers are going to win by at least three points. Next game is the Seahawks at Rams. The Seahawks are favored in this game by at least three and a half points. Now, do I think... The question is, you know, when it comes down to to these games, do you think the Seahawks... Two-time NFC champions coming off a Super Bowl loss in week one of the 2015 NFL season. Are they three and a half points better than the Rams? Can they beat the Rams by at least four points? And I'm taking Vegas up on that bet as well. And I'm going to say the Seahawks will beat the Rams minus three and a half points. So I'm taking the Seahawks on that one. Monday Night Football. We're talking two games. First game is the Eagles at Falcons. Vegas has the Eagles favored by two and a half points. So for, 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 for the Eagles, if you bet on the Eagles this game, all they got to do is win by a field goal. Do I think the Eagles will beat the Falcons by a field goal? I, I believe in Chip Kelly's system. I think the Falcons are a little bit soft. So I, I, will t- I will take that bet. Eagles by at least two and a half. Meaning they got to win by a field goal with three points. The last game, Monday Night Football Week 1, 
is the Vikings at the 49ers. Now, this is an interesting line. Vegas will sometimes try to trick you, and they're giving the Vikings the favorite on the road by two and a half. So, Vikings minus two and a half. Do I think the Vikings are a better team than the 49ers on paper? Not really. Even though I said before, NFL stands for not for long. 49ers look like they have ran their course, but you don't really know that because it's week one of the NFL. Let, let's, I can make that declaration by week six if the 49ers are legit or not, or if they're legit contenders. But I think they've done more over the past two, three years to justify them at least being favorites at home over the Vikings, who haven't proven anything, even though they're getting Adrian, Adrian Peterson back. So I'm going to take the, the 49ers with the points at home, uh, plus two and a half points at home. Now, if you guys have any questions or concerns about my week one NFL picks or any picks coming up this season, I'm, I'm going to refer to my record as the war report continues throughout the year. There won't be a war report during the NFL season where I do not give you my weekly picks. Please hit me up on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at War Report Radio, straight through, no spaces, no underscores. At War Report Radio. Hit me up with any questions, comments, concerns you guys have about making your week one picks. And before I get out of here, I gotta give you my lock picks. Cause the misconception, I wanna I want anybody listening to this thinking like, oh, like I'm a sports betting maniac, anything like that. No, 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 no. You make every bet during the week so that you know, you can reference in week two or week three or week four. You can go back, check check who, check who, which teams have been rocking with you, have been rocking with your predictions. You know what I mean? It, it's, about, it's about the exhibition of sports betting, right? And then you take your, your best couple of bets, and that, those are the bets that you actually put money on, your guaranteed bets. Because going off of this list I just made, these picks, they're good picks. They're smart picks. But the fact of the matter is, you're not going to go 100% with your bets. That's not how sports betting works. So what you need to do is, you know, you need to go with at least two or three guarantees in the pocket. For week one, my guarantees are the Chargers over the Lions by at least three points. I do think the Chargers will dismantle the Lions at their home opener. All right? That's my first Week one lock guarantee. My second would be the Panthers beating the Jaguars by more than three points. All right. That's the second game that I would bet on this week. And the last game that I would bet on this week, my last week, my, my last guarantee would have to be the Dolphins beating the Redskins. Alright, Dolphins by at least four. Meaning they gotta win by five. Whatever. I would even money line all three of those games just to be even more safe with, with your picks. I don't want anybody to go out there to their local best shop after hearing this podcast and uh, go crazy, lose all your money. Because, trust me, I've lost a bunch of times, you know, but I won a bunch of times as well. Uh, but. You guys gotta have your locks. I would even money line all three of those picks. Dolphins money line, Panthers money line, 
Chargers money line. That's three really solid week one bets that I'm going with for the start of the 2015 NFL season. It's been real, guys. I want to thank you guys for listening to the World Report Radio Series. Until the next time, episode 18, who knows where I might be. I may still be in New York. I may do a show out in Philadelphia. Who knows? But right, thank you guys for listening. And let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, at World Report Radio. Follow me on Instagram, war underscore report underscore radio. It's just World Report Radio with two underscores in it. Holla!